Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I sound like I've just woken up. It is the morning, but I, maybe I haven't talked very much. It'll be interesting to see if my voice warms up as we get into this episode. Now, this episode is a bit of a tangent from the last, I guess, couple of weeks where I've been really focusing on specifically things to support you when you're considering making career change. And this is sort of related because I think most of what I talk about is really coming back to the core principles of what I believe in. And that is that I want you to do work that you love that helps you earn good money without you burning out. So there's lots of different elements that contribute to that. And I have had a bit of a focus, particularly around the work side of things, because I just see it as so influential on the rest of your life. However, there are lots of other parts of your life that are also really important. And I guess this is part of where today's topic is about because I was in Perth for work last week. If you listened to last week's episode, you may have noticed that. My voice is still sounding really croaky. I hope that's okay for you. So we'll just persevere and see how the voice goes. Anyway, as I said, I was in Perth for work and I decided to extend my stay there into the weekend. It was a natural progression, if you like. I was working uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And so to be able to stay for the weekend was really easy. And because I knew that was coming up, I have been campaigning for ages in advance to try to organize a sibling catch-up. Now, a sibling catch-up is something that we have talked about and we just hadn't done one for ages. You know, everyone is busy. You've got stuff with the kids and traveling and work stuff and just life stuff. But I wanted to use this trip as an excuse to organize one. And once I kind of got some high level yeses of interest from people, uh, then it was like, okay, now we've got to make this happen. And it was really great. I also got to catch up with my parents who were just back from a round the world holiday and my grandmother who is in her early 90s and is still very mobile and active and great sense of humor and quirky, cheeky little mind of hers. The only one I didn't get to catch up with was my brother, who is actually away. So there was no chance of that. He, as a side note, uh, recently quit his job as a CEO and is currently on a round the world holiday with his beautiful wife and kids. You know, having one of those once in a lifetime type holidays. But luckily, I'm getting to see him next week. Over the last couple of months, I think we have all realized that our family are real travelers. At any one time, it seems that at least one of us is away somewhere up north or overseas or down south or just away somewhere. That's a bit of a sidetrack too. Anyway, the point of this episode is to actually praise the benefits of a sisterhood escape and to encourage you to do one if you haven't done one recently. 
Now, your sisterhood escape might look a little bit different to mine and that's okay. Maybe you don't have a sister or you don't have a couple of sisters. Maybe you do, but you just can't imagine anything worse than hanging out with your family. I know for lots of people that might be the case, but that's all okay because you can actually create your own version of the sisterhood retreat. So today I just want to share a few reasons why I think it would be so good for you, especially if you feel like you're at some sort of decision-making point, you know, somewhere where you want to make some kind of shift or change personally or professionally. That's, I think, a perfect time to consider something like a sisterhood escape. Some of the, the benefits is that you just will get a different perspective by connecting with and hanging out and spending time with others. You'll be able to get some perspective from them that's different. And also you'll be able to potentially get a different perspective from yourself. Because when you're in a new space or a new environment, that tends to open things up for you, which can help you with problem solving and decision making. The other part that's a benefit is it's a recharge, totally Even though, and certainly for us, when we had our weekend, we talked late into the night about every random topic that you can imagine. I kind of think that even though we probably didn't get as much sleep as we might have liked to, I kind of think there's a recharging that happens anyway. And it's like, you know how people say they have a dessert stomach where even though you're full, there's this separate space that somehow is available when you want to have dessert. And, you know, you joke about having the separate stomach. Well, I think the recharging that you get from time spent with certain people, people where you can be totally yourself with, I feel like that time is like a different battery from your in your energy source and it just gets filled up when you hang out with the right kind of people. And I saw this quote, or it's not even a quote, I think it's a, they said it was a proverb and it is, with a good friend, the hours are short. And that's what I think happens when you can recharge with people that are quality people that, you know, you really enjoy spending time with, people who know you well and that you can feel like you can totally be yourself with, that's what I I guess I think is the real recharging element that can happen. Another thing that can happen with taking time away is it opens up your creativity and sometimes that's from things that you do that might be a little bit different. Like for me on this weekend, we didn't even have that much time really because I had to leave first thing Sunday morning but I made a dream catcher and I have never made one before I should post a photo of it somewhere I might do that but anyway your creativity can get tapped into either through the things that you do or the conversations that you're having and again being in that different kind of environment so there's lots of good reasons to consider a sisterhood escape But what do I mean by that? Just to give you some context, especially if you're someone who maybe doesn't have a sister or you don't get along that well or physically that's not going to be possible for whatever reason. What I mean is dedicated time and ideally extended dedicated time with feminine energy that you enjoy being around. And I think that opens up the scope that it doesn't have to be people that you are related to. I think that so often now women have 
very little time that is actually uninterrupted. You know, there's kids and partners and work and the house and just all the stuff of day-to-day life. And when you have a quick coffee catch-up, which is great, but often that quick coffee catch-up is in between manic schedules, trying to get from here to there, or it's fraught with stress of child wrangling or trying to make them be quiet so you can talk, or maybe there's more than one child. And then all of that makes it hard for it to feel like there's enough quality in the time. Not that there's none, and I will absolutely take a short, slightly manic catch-up with someone that I care about rather than no catch-up at all most of the time, but there is a depth that comes from creating the space to just be without each other for a bit. Now, in my case, it was me plus my four sisters. Yes, four sisters. And we had two nights together at an Airbnb in Cottesloe, which is a gorgeous beachside suburb in Perth in Western Australia. If you haven't been, put it on your bucket list. So how it happened was that I was booked to go to Perth for work twice with a project that I was working on. And it happens occasionally. And generally, when I'm there, I'll get to catch up with a few of the family. Sometimes everyone, we've had some, you know, an early dinner or something like that, or it might just be a coffee catch up or something. But often, it's a bit hectic and busy, or not everyone can be there. And then there's kids everywhere. And it's very difficult to get to chat to everyone. So I decided, because I'm the one who is living away, everyone else lives in Perth, and I can be a bit of an organizer type, I decided to use one of these trips as an excuse to do a sibling weekender. And I had the dates with months of notice in advance. So I floated the idea with a couple of my sisters and got a positive green light. They were keen. And so this in itself for me was awesome because I don't have kids. It's just Mick and I, and all of the rest of my family have kids at various stages. Some still have kids that are quite young and other challenges that they've got to deal with and working and everything. And so the fact that they were keen and going to be able to take two nights off from being a mum was a big deal. And I know that that was a big deal for many of them. But then after that initial kind of green light enthusiasm, things kind of (laughs) flatlined a bit and I'd asked a couple of times and there was just seemed to be a bit of flaffing about, you know, which dates we would go with and where we'd go and all of that. Anyway, I just got to the point where it's like, all right, we've all agreed on these dates and now I'm just going to book the accommodation. What's the brief? Who cares about what? And then I just booked it because then once it's booked in, something else happens energetically, like it's actually happening. And I share this with you because when you try and organize something like this, you will most likely hit a few hurdles and not everyone will get on board as quickly as others. So you might have to just commit and put a few things in place to just make it happen and not just talk about it. And that is something that really annoys me. And even when I do it myself, it annoys me where I talk about something, but don't do anything about making it happen. And there's a few things that are on my list that I probably need to just either get on with doing or stop talking about. And this is one of those examples where you might perhaps have talked about this idea with some of your friends, but not actually done anything about it. 
So anyway, once we were booked, it just up-leveled the excitement. And there has been research showing that the anticipation of something, whether it's a holiday or an event of some sort, is often just as pleasurable, if not more pleasurable, than the actual experience. So the sooner you book something in, the sooner you can start getting those benefits. So we had a little WhatsApp group and we started throwing some ideas out there of what we wanted to do and what we thought about food options. Did we want to cook? Did we want to eat out? Who was going to be bringing what? And I totally got the good end of the deal because I'm from interstate. So there was zero expectation of me cooking anything or bringing anything very much, which was awesome. But one sister bought some books and magazines. Another one brought uh, the Dreamcatcher kits, one of which, as I mentioned, I'm very patiently made. And I'm so glad that I did because every time I look at it now, it really makes me smile and it takes me back. It's like this little memento of the weekend. And so there was tasty food and snacks, including gluten-free options for me. None of my sisters drink, so there was no alcohol, which was actually quite a good thing. So there was plenty of uh, herbal tea and probably more chocolate than I have consumed in a very long time. But this is another one of the benefits of something like this. It allows everyone to play to their strengths and to contribute in their own way to each other's experience and to make the most for themselves as well. So just a couple of bullet point ideas for you of how you could organize your equivalent of a sisterhood retreat. Starting with, write a list of who you would like to hang out with for at least two nights. Then, Pick a date or a couple of date options so that you can find one that works for the majority of those people and start talking about it with them. Then you can decide who's in, who's out, decide what kind of vibe you want for the location. I was open to anything as long as we were hanging out, chatting and had access to good coffee and food. But one of my sisters was particularly keen for a beachy vibe because she lives in a gorgeous bushland sort of area. So she gets a good fix of that kind of nature daily. So she was really keen to have ocean view. And so that was great. And then you just book your com. You know, Airbnb makes it so easy for you to find something that's going to be perfect for how many rooms you need, where you need it to be, what's included, what's provided, blah, blah, blah. And also, if you're in Sydney, I have two other recommendations for you. One is the Billabong Retreat. Now, this is a paid retreat accommodation space, but it's only 45 minutes from the city and they have everything there. Great healthy food. Uh, different types of accommodation, whether you're sharing with others or um, wanting your own space. They've got massage places, they do yoga, all of that. It's a beautiful space to go and kind of refuel. Or another one that I've heard about but haven't gone to yet, which is in the Blue Mountains, and that's called Girls Getaways. I have done an interview with Nikki who owns Girls Getaways, and so I'm definitely keen to try that. But then when you're getting to the organizing, keep your plans pretty simple. We all got to choose something that we wanted to do that would make us feel really great about the time together. Some wanted massages of different types. Others wanted just reading time, which is such a luxury, I think, in our busy world. Some wanted to walk barefoot in the sand and in the ocean. And others wanted time to talk about 
what was going on for each of us in our lives and to have a little bit of a, I guess, a goal setting conversation. And this is something that I really encourage you to do. Now, I'm a coach, so I guess I'm very biased in that way. And it doesn't have to dominate the whole time that you're there, but having time to talk about you, to talk about where you're at, to talk about ideas of things that you're wanting to do, something that you're wanting to experience, to start or to change. It's so good to talk about these kinds of things in that environment because it opens you up to those new perspectives and possibilities, ideas and ways to explore or just get started. And that's what it did for us. It gave each of us a different insight into each other's lives, allowed us to share some ideas and perspective. And it's also set up a level of accountability after the weekend of just being able to check in with each other. Oh, how'd you go? Did you start that decluttering activity? Or uh, how'd you go with your meditation or researching that new um, charity that you want to get involved in? So many good things can come from a bit of sisterhood time. And as I said, your sisters don't have to be blood relatives. I'm already thinking about wanting to organize one in Sydney for people who I regard as my chosen family, women in my life who are friends that I don't get to hang out with that much or as much as we used to, who I would love to spend some quality time with and who I think would also like the excuse to give themselves some time. Because that's what this is actually really all about. It's less about the sisters specifically, but if you've got some, that's just next level. This is really about giving yourself some time. Time to just be, to be you, to reconnect with yourself and who you are, to breathe to just percolate some ideas away from your hectic, busy life that you lead. And we all need this. I had a coffee catch up with someone this week and it was a new person that I hadn't met. And it was so interesting because it just reminded me how hectic most people's work schedules are. And I feel like as busy as I sometimes can feel like I am, It's a different kind of busy and the energy of this person, really lovely woman, really great, but it just was a level of not manicness, but that kind of high level busyness, rushing, squeeze this in before getting to the next thing that just reminded me how I used to be Monday to Friday most of the time. And that reminded me even more why you probably need some time away. And to be honest, you can do this by yourself if you prefer that. Book yourself into a hotel somewhere. Do a little road trip if you like getting out on a road trip or something. But give yourself the gift of some time away, especially when you've got some things going on where you're feeling like you've got to make some different decisions. There's nothing better than some kind of sisterhood retreat, even if that sisterhood is with yourself. So what do you think? Do you think that you could benefit from a bit of you time, extended you time, not just, you know, going for an hour massage, although that's really good too. 
Could you book some sort of version of a sisterhood retreat sometime in the next three to six months or so? And if so, who would you like to invite? Sisters or friends? Who would you like to hang out with? Who is it that would fuel your core again and help you to remind yourself who you really are so that you can make decisions from that place instead of the rushing place or the avoiding place. So I want to finish this episode on another quote that I found recently that seems really appropriate and it's by Robin Sharma and he says, so take time to think, discover your real reason for being here and then have the courage to act on it. Thank you for listening. And maybe just listening to this episode is the first step of you giving time to the sisterhood of yourself. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.